If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out Easy Beasy. Easy Beasy is easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With Easy Beasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. Easy Beasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. Easy Beasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on Easy Beasy. Try Easy Beasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. Easy Beasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mo crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with Easy Beasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Molchan, and today we are going to have a little conversation on something that can make a big difference in your landscape business. Today, we're going to be talking about the game-changing role software can play in the landscape industry, and really, who better to guide us to this digital landscape than our friends over at Single Ops. So without further ado, let's give a huge welcome to Jake Sunday and Bailey Count. Jake, Bailey, appreciate you guys being on the show today. How are you guys doing? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for uh, having Bailey and I on here today. Very excited to you know get a conversation going with you here. Yeah. So before we dive in, for those aren't familiar with yourselves and, and single ops, you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and and a little bit about single ops? Yeah. So uh, Bailey and I are both account executives here at Single Ops. Both work in the we call it Central East territory together. But been with Single Ops here for about four years, know the green industry fairly well, have worked with a lot of people within the green industry. You know, I can take a little bit deeper of a dive onto us at the beginning, but I'm sure you're going to get to learn us as we go through the podcast here today. Yeah, awesome. Bailey, you mind uh, sharing a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like Jake, we, we started here at Single Ops at about the same time. Um, so I've been here for four years as well. Looking forward to chatting a little bit more today, and I, I know we'll dive deeper into the importance of software and, and as well as a little bit more information on single ops, but just a little background on single ops. You know, we are the, the fastest growing green industry software. We've been voted that three years running now, so looking forward to diving in a little bit more with you. Yeah, awesome. So for the listeners out there, just to let you know that we're kind of having a build a partnership here with single ops, so we're very excited to be uh, you know working with them excited to share how great the software there is it is out there so make sure you guys pay attention and we're going to give you all kinds of uh, information today and 
then they're going to give you, we'll give you a little bit of an idea how to reach out to them and find out a little bit more how you can work with single ops and, and get a demo from them. All right, guys. So how is software a big game changer for landscape business in, in today's industry? Yeah, there's a few things that we've seen making software a game changer. A couple of things are, you know, the efficiency, you know, how efficient are your operations? How smoothly are the operations running? You're able to track that uh, better within a software. The room for growth, it's easier to manage growth out of a platform using single ops or, you know, using any sort of software out there in the field instead of just your normal average day-to-day pen and paper. Eternal communication is what we've seen as well is a big thing. So employee communication, communicating with your fields, let them know what exactly needs to be done out there on jobs, they're able to clock in and out of jobs and seamlessly be able to keep track of that. Last thing, what we've seen is one of the biggest things is people are able to track their margins, able to track their growth, job costing, various reporting. So they are on target for their year, basically. Yeah, I think it's so important. And I think this industry as a whole is definitely starting to change a little bit and, and you know, gone through, you know, our business, we first started in 88, everything was pen and paper Then I remember our parents getting some software on a, like a built computer and it was like Peachtree accounting or something like that. And it, it's come a long way. And technology is just evolving so, so quickly nowadays. And I think, you know, landscapers need to really prioritize. Would you guys agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, I think everyone would agree that this is still, even though the software is moving in, it, it's definitely still an old school industry. There is still a lot of pen and paper out there, but I mean, there's a lot of room for growth within this industry. But what we're seeing on our end is it, it's definitely becoming an essential thing that you need. So I'm just kind of curious, something just kind of popped in my head here. Are you seeing a transition of like a new generation of younger people coming in and wanting to take advantage of software since they've kind of grew up with it? And, you know, the older, old school people that have been stuck in their ways for a long time that, you know, started the business in the 80s or whatever. Are you seeing a generational change and, and people want to take advantage of the software more? Absolutely. There's two sides of it. There's new businesses starting up. Some of this younger generation who know to be successful, they're going to need some sort of software right off the bat. But then there's the other side of that is a lot of the businesses we talk to are, are family owned and run businesses. And so you have the younger generation taking over for parents or grandparents, which is awesome to see. We love chatting with those companies, but they've been doing the same thing for 30, 40 years. And, and now they know it's time for a change if they want to, to keep up in the industry. Yeah. When a, you know, a landscaper is really starting to think or consider software, are there certain factors or something that they should consider when trying to decide what they want to go with? There's a couple main things we'd say to focus on or to prioritize when you're shopping for a software. And this isn't necessarily the feature side of things, but the three big things we'd prioritize or recommend prioritizing would, one, find a software that, that's specific to your industry. There's no reason to try to fit a square peg in a round hole just because there are so many different softwares out there. So you want to find something that's specific to your industry, to the services that you offer. Next, we recommend looking for a system that has a full implementation team. I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more throughout our, our, our chat today, but you know, implementing a new software is not always a walk in the park. It's essentially changing your whole business process. So you want to have someone there guiding, working with you, essentially holding your hand while you're getting set up. And then the last thing that we, we would recommend prioritizing when looking for a software is find one that's going to help you accomplish your goals. Some people want to grow the business. Some people want to do less jobs for more money, you know, just increase that revenue without increasing the size of the company. So 
find a software that can help you hit your goals for the next year, next five years, next 10 years, and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, I think that that's a great point because I was having a conversation with you guys a long time ago. And one of the things I, I pointed out, and, and I'm, I know you guys are good with this, was there is no software that like has 100% of the things that you want. At least it's very hard to find, uh, say. And so, yeah, I think that's a good point to try to find the features that you are really looking for to get you to those goals because there's so many softwares out there, it can get a little bit overwhelming. Is that something you guys find? Definitely. And Jake, I'll promise I'll let you talk here in a second. <laughs> but uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at a feature list of a lot of systems, you know, they can look similar within feature list. But once you get in, you start seeing the differences. And so we'd recommend making a list of, you know, three, four, five things that are essential to you of what you want and really find a software that hits those, just like you said, because not every single software is perfect. But we think you, know, you should find a system that's all in one. And that's the goal of software. If you're having to put information in multiple times in multiple different systems, that kind of defeats the purpose of the software. So we'd recommend being able to handle your entire day-to-day, -day, your entire job workflow within one system. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. If you can have it all in one, that it just makes it so much easier. Like trying to connect the different softwares, even through like, you know, apps or software like Zapier, it just makes things difficult and those things go wrong. It just having it all in one is is definitely a nice, nice little thing to have. Definitely. You know, you mentioned a little bit about the features. You mind sharing any features that a landscaper should really consider when they're looking at some of the software? Yeah, absolutely. So Right off the bat, and I mentioned as a whole that job workflow, but breaking that down a little bit more, you want to have a system that can handle that initial phone call with the client. So being able to track that information, being able to quote within the system, schedule within the system, whether that's scheduling a long landscaping job or whether that's being able to schedule 10, 20 jobs within a day with the maintenance side of things. So you want to be able to find a software that can handle those services for you. And then, of course, the invoicing and, and payment side of things. If you can cut down the steps it takes to get from that initial phone call to the end goal of you know, the company getting paid, that would really be a huge benefit of a system. On the other side of that, after the job's completed, you want to be able to have those reports. I know Jake was mentioning the margins and things like that, and everyone likes to track things a little bit differently, but you want to be able to have the reports in the system that, that you care about, that you want to track, the numbers that you want to track. I love the fact that, you know, single ops has some great, and we'll get into a little bit more, but has a great communication feature built into it. And having a sales process or customer flow, whatever you like to call it, having that set up makes it so much easier. And it's going to help you sell that customer that much easier because you're staying in front of them. And I would guess that most landscapers out there don't have a nice flow through everything. And, and that's where you're kind of losing those sales and you, you know, you're missing out on those gaps because you're not having that in there. So communication to me is, is a vital thing that software should include. Is there anything else that, you know, as far as the communication that you guys can think of that would, is beneficial for landscapers? When it comes to the, the communication side of things, there's one being able to just communicate through the system, whether that's text or email. But then now uh, a lot of systems are beginning to implement the automation side of things. So being able to automate that side, you know, I think. The goal of, of many softwares out there would be to save you time. And so if you can have automated proposal reminders or automated invoice reminders saying, hey, this is overdue, you need to pay this, just being able to set those up within the system so you can set it and forget it. I think that's where you know, sort of the industry and software is heading. And I know we'll talk about that a little bit deeper as well. So how can this really give a, a landscaper a competitive advantage, you know, having software versus not having software? 
Yeah, Scott, there's a couple of things that we've seen for a competitive edge in the landscaping industry, especially with having a software is one is that you're able to turn bids over to clients a little bit faster. That's just increasing proposal acceptance rates, increasing proposal times, which is all around a better process, a more professional look. Second thing is that a lot of our partners now are starting to use the data that we can provide in the software. They're either using that data to fire their non-profitable clients or they're doing that to increase their margins. So it gives you kind of a competitive edge when you're looking deeper into your numbers and you're fully understanding what you're offering to the market. Yeah, that brings up a great point, Bill, to look at and, and get rid of those customers that are just, you know, they're not paying as much as you, you need to be getting paid. That is something that I see, you know, people have just used something as simple as like QuickBooks. You can't really see all that information in that. So having something like this add-on of single ops is a huge thing or any software, I guess, that does that. Is that true? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen partners, actually, we came across one a couple of weeks ago to where we'll say, we'll give an example, like Sally, they were giving, charging Sally $50 for, you know, a, a most site. And then down the road, Frank was like $100 for the same size site, just because he was signed on a couple of years later. You're just able to see those different numbers and compare to those different numbers. And, you know, if we have to fire Sally to move on to another Frank, then we can absolutely do that. Yeah. Now, I know we mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, for if you're using a software or not using any software, it could be a little bit intimidating, you know, a little bit overwhelming. I know you pointed out like having a, a software company that's going to help you work through that. Is that something that, you know, you guys really recommend that you have when you're looking at the software or consider when looking at the software? Absolutely. You know, all the softwares out there have a sort of a different process for getting you up and running in the system, but we'd recommend having what we call in the industry that an implementation specialist to help you get up and running. And so within a system, there's going to be customization that's going to need to be specific to you if you're looking at a software that's specific to your industry. So it's going to be customized to you. You're going to need training in the system. And again, it's changing your entire business process. So you don't always want to take that on on your own if you're not familiar with the system. No matter how easy the software is to use, you're still going to need training. And, and so we recommend looking for a system that really has someone holding your hand through that entire process. I know there's some softwares out there that they'll actually like sub it out. They'll have another person that will come in there and help you get it all set up in your business. And that could be good, but it can be very costly too, I think, to bring on these extra people to help train your team. I know there's one company that actually somebody that we're kind of close friends with, they go out and they travel to the site and help get set up, but they're paying a pretty price for that as well. Yeah. We always look at it as a, as a partnership. We want the companies we work with to succeed and, and ultimately we succeed from that. And so we do look at it as a partnership rather than a transactional relationship. So we want the companies to succeed. And so we work with that company until they feel like they're comfortable in the system. It's not bringing anybody in from the outside. And there's a lot of, a lot of companies who do that. And so those are the ones we'd recommend. And just because when you're working with someone in-house within the system, you know you're working with someone who knows the software from beginning to end. Are there certain questions a landscaper should ask the software company when you know looking at that portion of it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first one would be the timeline of what it takes to get up and running. Within that timeline, you can see, am I supposed to be up and running in two weeks and three weeks? And then after that, if I'm not, I have to figure it out on my own. So see if there is a set timeline on when you have to be up and running, if there is any sort of end deadline. The next thing I would ask about is going to be who am I going to be working with? Am I going to 
be working with the same person every week? Am I going to be hopping on a different call with a different trainer every week? Am I going to have to be repeating myself every week for what I need and what I'm looking for in the system? And then ultimately, what's the average time of getting up and running? And how have you seen companies like ours do it the most successful way? It is a, a dedication of time. And we recommend dedicating the time every week to get it set up and running. But everyone has a certain amount of time they can allocate a week. And so I'd share that information with the software company. And so they can give you a more accurate timeline of what you're looking at. Awesome. Those are great questions. Is there a better time for a landscaper to, you know, start bringing on some software like winter time or, you know, is there a slower season or does it matter? Just kind of curious. People do prefer winter season, but timing really is never right with an onboarding of software for a company. It's like, if the pain is there, how much longer are you going to want to deal with that pain? It's really what we start to think about like, is, are you going to keep pushing it off, keep those headaches coming on? Or is this something that you're going to tackle? Like Bailey said, for about two, three weeks, a month time, just to get over the hump of a learning curve of software. And then after that, you're not going to see that pain anymore. You're going to let the system take all the headaches away. You're going to let the system do the scheduling. This is like, if you want to go ahead and knock it out now to, you know, future growth and no more headaches there in the future. So again, we don't really see a specific timeline, but it is something that, you know, just people, we need to get over the hump of the pain. Sure. Not push it out. So the other thing I, to me, I, I see landscapers bring up is trying to get their team on board with everything. And I know it could be a definite challenge. Do you have any tips on how to get, you know, the buy-in from the employees and make sure they're using it properly and comfortable with it? Absolutely. You know, when we're talking with different companies, a lot of the time it, it may be the owner on the call or maybe an office manager on a call or, or other team managers. It's a lot of the time the, the crew or maybe a sales rep doesn't see the new system until they're getting told that there's a new system going to be put in place. So right off the bat, we'd recommend bringing in those team members from the beginning, getting them involved. Just because, you know, maybe a crew member is not using the software as much, but they still are going to have to use it and you want buy-in from them. So throughout a software evaluation, you know, maybe it's not bringing them into every single call, but hey, this is what we were looking at. This is how we think it could bring value to the team. What do you think of that? What, what are your thoughts? But you're going to find different value for each member of the team. And that's really how you have to sell it to your team. So when it comes to the office team members, you know, they're going to find value by only having to put in information in a system one time. A lot of people we talk to are putting the same data one, two, three, four, five times throughout the day for one job. And so it's going to save them a lot of time on a day-to-day basis. When it comes to someone out in the field like a sales rep, they can close more deals out in the field quicker, ideally. And so ultimately, that's increasing the amount they're getting paid on a day-to-day basis. So that's where they can find value. And then ultimately with the crew, the less they have to call or text or reach out to the owner or the sales rep on what do I need to do on this job, that's saving them time as well. But what we've seen a lot of companies do, one, we recommend showing the value to the client or excuse me, to your team. But we've also seen some companies offer competitions within the team. So let's say it's the crew, whoever's clocking in and out and keeping their time the most accurately on each job, leaving the notes that we want to track. They do some competitions for for gift cards or bonuses and things like that. And that really gets that buy-in from the team on the front end. I love the little enticement of, you know, some gift card or whatever, some competition. I think that's that's always important. To me, this goes into anything that you implement in your business. So if you haven't implemented any systems or procedures, 
trying to get your team on board is, is very challenging. And to me, like kind of like along the lines of what you mentioned, you have to find the win in it for them because otherwise they're not going to want to do it. They're not going to find the drive to even try it. But if you can find out, like you said, you know, what's the win in it for the salesperson? What's the win in it for the team members? To me, that's the best way to kind of go about that. The other thing I, I, I know has been brought up in the past is for the team members or crew leaders or whatever out in the field, and they don't have a cell phone or a tablet, you know, that the work provides. How do you go along the lines of getting them to either use their personal phone or do you recommend them getting, you know, business phones? What's your thought process on that? Yeah, so that's really personal preference when I'm working with specific companies. We see about 80% now, Scott, they're having their crews or their, their foremans using their personal devices out there in the field. It just depends on if you want everything on a company device versus you're okay with your crew using a personal device. It really is just an app on your phone. There's nothing crazy about it. Just another app that they're going to log into, uh, be able to view all the jobs, clocking in out of jobs, everything like that there. So yeah, about 20% of them are purchasing devices. It just depends on if that's the route that you want to take. Yeah. I was actually speaking to a coaching client of ours here about a week ago. And I, I mentioned some software and they're like, ah, then I have to buy new phones and because my, my team won't use it, you know, won't always use their personal phone. So, yeah, it, I know it could be definitely difficult in certain situations. You might have to buy that phone just so the, the team member use it and just, it, you know, to weigh out the benefit versus the cost of it. So I think that's something just really important to consider. Is, is there anything else that you can think of that I haven't kind of covered on what we need to think about when looking to add software to your business? We have a few things that we always discuss with our partners when they are looking for a software, but a few things that are specific to single ops here as well as one is that you're going to get an implementation and a customer success manager when you onboard with a platform like single ops. The second thing is that we are now seeing, Scott, a lot of the partners and a lot of the people within the market space, they are using QuickBooks as their accounting tool. So I would look for a bi-directional sync with the QuickBooks, things like your invoice is speaking back and forth, or your invoice is going from single ops over to QuickBooks, your customer information, your line items, things like that. So you're not having to do that duplicate data entry in your QuickBooks. We like to leave that as a great accounting tool as it is. Third thing is cloud-based software. You know, a lot of the market is now turning over to be cloud-based. Single ops, we started on the cloud back in 2013. We have perfected everything within the cloud there. Other than that is, you know, with single ops, you're going to get the same platform across any device that you're currently using. A lot of our competitors out here in the space, they have limited mobile apps, but with our platform, it's going to be the same platform across any device that you choose. And then another humble brag here is that we are the fastest growing software within the, the green industry. I just had to throw that one out there for you. <laughs> no, it's always good. <laughs> kind of going back to the bi-directional thing, just... For those that aren't clear on that, what does that mean exactly with using QuickBooks versus any software? Yeah, so we have a sync with QuickBooks. You can either be using QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online. So what we would do with that sync is that if you did start off with single ops, we would connect that QuickBooks. There's things that sync back and forth, like customer information. If you put a customer on a QuickBooks, it was synced to single ops and vice versa. Line items, these are the items that you're pricing by. Those will sync back and forth. And then the invoices are going to go from single ops over to QuickBooks for you. So you're not sending an invoice out of single ops and then having to go write it up in QuickBooks. That's already going to be sitting there in QuickBooks for you ready to go for your accounting time. So yeah, that, that's important because 
I know there's some softwares out there that do not sync back and forth. So like you said, you might have to enter it into QuickBooks and then you have to go back and enter it into what other software. So that's definitely a good point to kind of look out for. The other thing I know you mentioned was QuickBooks online versus desktop. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of softwares out there that require you to be online only. And you're saying single ops, you can do either one, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we've been working with this for years now. What we do with desktop is we just set up a web connector and we're able to sync back and forth that way via web connector. Nice. Something that we come across weekly on that. Well, my, I just give you an example. My parents, they've been using desktop forever. So <laughs> trying to get my mom to go over to the online version has been very, very difficult. So she would love having like this where you can, <laughs> you don't have to do that. So <laughs> it sounds like, uh, sounds like the industry we're working in. There's, there's a lot of people that are resistant to change and switching over to different platforms. But once they see how easy it is to use a new platform, they tend to make the jump pretty quickly. So the other thing I kind of wanted to bring up is, you know, single ops is, is set as to be a business management software. You mind elaborating on what a business management software is versus just like something like QuickBooks or something? So when it comes to the business management side of things, and we touched on this earlier, but it would be a system to be able to handle all of your day to day. So leads coming in, being able to sell through the system, communicate with your client through the system, as well as track your reports and and how much you're getting paid and and track your invoices and things like that. And pieces of each one of those can be in QuickBooks or in other little one-off softwares out there. But but we incorporate a business management system as one that can house all of those things in in just one place. That to me is very important, like I said, just to build, stay in one piece of software and not trying to connect them all. It just, that's that's a huge game changer. I just even see it, just in our million dollar landscaper business, having it into one was a huge game changer. So that's a very important thing to look at. Is that something you see like when you are putting a single ops into a business, a lot of people have multiple different software, so they're trying to tie together? Absolutely. And a lot of these one-off softwares, you know, maybe we'll use an example of, uh, let's say one's for estimating, one's for time tracking, and then another one for invoicing. All three of them are, are good softwares, you know, they function well, but if I'm having to put that same exact information in all three of them there, that's taking up minutes or, or hours of my time per job. And so really the idea is to get all of those in one and you're saving hours a day because, you know, maybe it's a couple minutes you're putting in per job, but uh, depending on how many jobs you're doing a week, that time, those minutes add up very quickly. And we want to get that time back in your day for sure. So I'd like to kind of dive a little bit more into single ops. So you mind tell us a little bit more about single ops and what really separates you guys from the competitors that are out there? Absolutely. So single ops is specific to the green industry. I know we touched on that already, but we work with landscapers offering one-off jobs, maintenance companies doing recurring work, and then all the divisions that fall under there, whether it's tree work, irrigation, hardscaping, snow, So the reason single ops was designed was to work with companies who have multiple different divisions that have multiple of what I just mentioned. Now, do we work with companies who just offer maintenance or just offer uh, tree work? Absolutely. I mean, it works perfect for those companies, but it was designed originally to work with, with companies that have multiple different divisions. We've seen a lot of companies maybe just starting out with one division, but they want to grow. Or we work with a lot of companies who, who've always had four, five, six different divisions. And a lot of the softwares out there work well for 
maybe it's just maintenance or just design build side of things. And so that's why single house was designed to work with companies who offer multiple. Awesome. What are some like key features or benefits that, you know, single ops offers that others don't? Yeah. A couple of them right off the bat and, and Jake just touched on this, but would be the um, cloud-based since we started on the cloud, there's no you know awkward transition going on right now from desktop to cloud. That's how we started. And that's why our software is the completely same software in the office as it is in the field. As I'm updating something in the office, maybe for a sales rep or for a crew, it's being updated in real time for them and vice versa. As I'm a crew completing something out in the field, in real time, it's updating back in the office. So that real time, that data transfer is one of the big things that separates us from some of the other systems out there. Another big thing, another big differentiator would be the ability to grow within the system. There's a lot of softwares out there, good softwares, but once you start adding on a couple crews or a couple more sales reps, you begin to, to outgrow that system. Single ops, we pride ourselves that you can start with you know, just yourself or one crew and then grow within the system and you're not going to outgrow it. So the way we structure the system is you can start just using some of the features and continue to grow within it. And so that's another thing that separates it apart. And then one of the big features that a lot of people make a transition to single ops for is going to be the reporting side of things. We focus largely on job costing. We want you to know your numbers. We want you to know your margins. Whether you want to grow or you don't want to grow, those margins are important. I know Jake told that story, but we want you to be able to grow by adding more clients, firing those these profitable clients, or stay the same, but still be able to increase the margins on your clients, ultimately increasing your profit margins. So our reporting is very dynamic. Um, and that's what we would definitely say is a, a big differentiator between us and some of the other systems out there. One thing I'll, I'll throw out there that I was very impressed with was the customization that you have built in the system. So from gathering leads for you know specific portions. So if you're gathering leads for a maintenance contract, you have questions that pop up for that or, or leads for landscaping, different questions for that, or even the emails that can be sent out and, and the proposals. I think that is a huge thing in the industry because a lot of them are stuck to whatever that software has built into it. So I, I really applaud you guys for you know adding that to your single ops program. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like you mentioned in the beginning, no software is uh, 100% perfect for every company. We know that, but we want to be able to customize the system as much as possible to you. Even though we work in the same industry and in just this industry, we know every single business is still different. So we don't want you to have to change much of your verbiage or your day-to-day process just to fit the system. And so we want to be able to build out that customization with you. And that's another big piece of the implementation process. It's not just training you on how to use it, but customizing and making this system completely around your company. That's amazing. I know we talked a little bit about earlier, but and you kind of brushed on it here, but Having somebody onboard you onto that software is a huge thing. Do you mind sharing how SingleOps does that? Yeah, so we have two parts to that there, Scott. One is we provide you an implementation specialist, and the second is the customer success manager. How we help onboard is that we're meeting weekly, biweekly, whatever it is at your earliest convenience there. But what our implementation specialists is they are to act as a consultant for your business, right? They are to come in, learn about the company, learn how you want it set up within single ops. And that comes back into the customization 
aspect of what you were talking about there, Scott, is that we are not a one size fits all. We are really going to dig deep into the company and mold the software to best fit your company there. So we're going to learn the ins and outs of what you want out of single ops and help implement that, train everyone necessary. After that, we have customer success manager. Now, this is going to be someone that you're going to know on a first name basis. You can reach out to them at any time throughout your duration at single ops. Really what their job is there is that they understand the trends within the green industry. So you can come to them with questions like, you know, how are other companies using single ops to grow their revenue? Or how are other companies helping, you know, are they saving time in a certain area? They are working with other companies within the green industry and they can help bring in tips and tricks on how to improve your operations or help improve revenue. Next is we have customer support. All of our customer support is in-house. We do not outsource any of our support. So that is a big difference between us and some of our competitors there. And then also, if you did partner with Single Ops, you can call Bailey at any time. Bailey loves being called on a Saturday afternoon, (laughs) Sunday morning. If you want to reach out to him and ask him any sort of questions on the platform, he'd be happy to answer those. (laughs) That's amazing. Do you have any uh, like success stories or testimonials of some people that have been using your software that you mind sharing? So we have a great partner of ours here just out of North Georgia that came into single ops using pen and paper and QuickBooks. They were around 1 million in revenue without doing any marketing, just word of mouth and being able to track their numbers. They went from one to 4 million by using single ops here. Another thing key to single ops is that one of the owners let us know that he used to hate his estimating what his estimating process was on a pen and paper process, but he would go in there, bid out on pen and paper. And then while using single ops here, he let us know that he can get out two times the estimates within one day. So that's more revenue, uh, higher proposal acceptance rate, more professional looking proposal. So now they're on track to go from 4 million over to 10 million in annual revenue. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. <Yeah. laughs> if I can jump in there on that story, on that from that 1 million mark to 4 million mark, it was with no marketing at all, which wow. I think is pretty mind-blowing. And we'd love to give all the credit to single ops, but just really knowing your numbers is, is how you can do that. So another, I would say, more feature-based story we have from one of our partners out of Tennessee and They initially came over to single ops just for the estimating side of things. They're using the entire system now. But a quote from him was that now he can take measurements through the system and build a quote out within five minutes. And it's not just being able to build a quote out for five minutes. It's feeling very confident in the accuracy of that quote. So having that confidence that you're giving your client the right quote with the right numbers, with the right margins is is something we really like to harp on. You're speaking to my heart there because that's something I truly believe. You have to understand your numbers. Like we just finished up a webinar on this, on, on understanding your numbers and the importance of it and putting together profitable estimates. So having some software that adds all this in there and considers all this is so important. That's what's going to help you grow. You know, getting more customers and more work is not really going to change anything if you're not charging the right price. So this is an amazing thing that you guys offer here. So just kind of curious, where do you see the future going with landscaping software, even with single ops? Is there something that you see it's going to be like a a trend that's coming out or something that's going to be changing the way software is getting used? Yes. So uh, automations, that word is beginning to pop up, I feel like, a bunch in this industry. And I know it's only going to continue, whether that's automation on the, the business management software side, you know, automatically sending over proposals, automatically invoicing things like that. So within the system, being able to 
just set and forget these automations within there. So it's automatically communicating with your client, things like that. But just in the industry as a whole, I feel like automation is growing, you know, even with like the equipment side of things. I know that's not what we're focused on today primarily, but the, the technology in this industry right now is growing like crazy. When we go to some of these shows, you can just see the amount of technology, whether it's business management, equipment, everything like that, it's just growing like crazy. And so that's why we say it's here in a little bit, it's going to be essential to start investing or making some changes to this technology. The other thing I, I know we briefly touched on, and I just kind of want to bring this up, is how much time software can save you versus, you know, doing the old school pen and paper way or just using something as simple as QuickBooks. Would you guys mind elaborating a little bit more on like the time-saving factor that a software can have in your business? Absolutely. And so you can associate this time with each individual feature within the system. But just since I mentioned it about um, one of our partners in Tennessee, that time-saving of turning over a proposal, with pen and paper, a lot of the time it is I'm going out to the property and then I'm going back into the office, creating this proposal, getting it over to the client in a day or two or at the end of the week. I mean, just myself as a customer of a landscaping and and, and maintenance company, I don't want to wait until the end of the week for this quote when someone else can give it to me that same day. We've found out that 80% of proposals that are accepted are the first one that the client gets. So being able to get that proposal over, one, is going to save you time but increase proposal acceptance rates. And I think the big thing is being able to put in that information in the system one time. If you are a maintenance company doing 10 jobs a day, that's 50 a week. If you are spending five minutes on each one of those, just putting in that same information into multiple different systems, then that's a couple hours a week right there that you can get back. And just where technology is going, I think we all know, and it's unfortunate, but there is a a labor shortage in this industry. So with technology, being able to get those hours back into your day, back into your week are going to be ultimately so valuable. Yeah, that's so true. Now, guys, I appreciate you guys being on here. Is there any last words of of wisdom you'd like to share with anybody when they're looking for software? Yeah, realistically, Scott, there is never really a right time to implement change in in a business. We believe that this is something that should be a priority, especially if there is an ambition to grow in your business. Over the past four years that Bailey and I have been working here at Single Ops, we've seen potential partners start to kick the can down the road. They push off the idea of software, and we see them just get busier and busier there. Using a platform like Single Ops, you know, we challenge you to think of where you could utilize the time we're able to give you back in your day. Something I'd like to leave the listeners here with the challenge is you know, where we could use that time that Single Ops is going to allow you to create. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. The quicker you take action on something, the bigger it's going to change, you know, in the future. One of the things that we say in, the, in our business here is do it dirty. I mean, just get started. Just put yourself out there and start trying it and start changing. It may not be perfect at first, but you can improve it as you go. And it like it goes to anything that you do in your landscape business, whether you're first starting out doing hardscaping or whatever, you're not perfect at it, but you're going to improve and get better at it. Same thing with the software, you know, and estimating using all this stuff. It may not be pretty, but you get started. Just get out there, do it dirty, and you know you'll improve and get better as, as you go. And I think it's that's so important what you said there. Absolutely, getting one percent better every day is going to make you a, a different person where you want to be. Yeah. So for those that want to get more information about Single Ops and what you guys have, how can they reach out to you and get hold of you? 
Yeah, feel free to reach out to us at Bailey or Jake at, at singleops.com. Those are our emails that will come directly to us. Um, you can also go to our website, singleops.com. And Scott, I know you may be sharing out some links as well, some more details. Um, feel free to go to Scott's website. And I believe our information is there as well. And you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Scott. Yeah, no, no, you can absolutely reach out at singleops.com forward slash million dash dollar dash landscaper. Again, singleops.com forward slash million dash dollar dash landscaper. You guys can head over there, get signed up for a demo. Guys, this is a game changing software that's out there. And I encourage you guys to go check it out. The customization that's available in there and the the streamlining they have in there, just the customer process, there's just so much. Like It'd be so hard to go through this in, in one episode here. But guys, I encourage you to get out there. Go try out the software. Go check it out. Check out that demo. It could be a game changer for your landscaping business. Jake, Bailey, I appreciate you guys being on the show today. Thank you very much. Is there anything you wanted to add before we uh, end? Good on my end. Thanks, Scott. I'm good. All right. Scott, thanks for having us today. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this partnership. I think it's going to be amazing, and I, I work in, looking forward to uh, working with you guys, doing some webinars and, and Facebook Lives, and more. Hopefully, more of these podcasts. I think it's going to be amazing. Love to learn a little bit more about single ops and how it can be changing some landscapers' lives out there. Yeah, we we always love to, to show people how single ops can help out, but we also love just chatting about how software in general can help out in this industry and help you grow. One quick question: Are you guys going to be down at the Equip Expo next month in Kentucky? We are not going to be at Equip this year. We just got back from Elevate, okay. and I know those two had split off previously. So okay. we will be at Equip next year, but this year we will not be there, unfortunately. Okay. Just kind of curious. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Look forward to uh, working with you guys in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much, Scott. Yep. Thanks, Scott. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey, and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple, and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.